Hello, welcome to another episode of Skip It. We are up to episode 13 of Skippy the Bush Kangaroo, and it is the episode called The Honeymooners. We're starting off with this one. It's a woman sunbathing on a boat on a leopard skin, which I found very provocative. And also, I'm sure we'll talk about this very, very sexy sax music that is playing constantly through the episode. Um, Guys, what did you think about that opening scene? I Um, originally thought it was a cheater, so I feel so stupid now. I know they did correct that, but I was like, I worry about people who sleep on cheetahs, and I was worried. I was surprised that Sonny didn't pay more caution when he saw a woman sleeping on a, on a cheetah. I know. It's pretty crazy. Oh, and sorry, I forgot. I would like to welcome Ashwin to the episode. And Lee, sorry, I didn't introduce each other, and me, John. But, yeah, it was a really – I sort of felt like I need to get straight into that leopard skin rug. You know, you, you don't want to get that wet, I'd imagine. That would be a very impractical uh, towel to sort of sunbathe on. Yes. Well, first of all, Johnny, I'm disappointed you didn't play any sexy saxophone swing music when you introduced her. That's what I was hoping for. Yeah, I'm glad you mentioned it. It was stood out so much yeah. when that started. It, it was pretty good. And sorry, I did actually do a little like try to think of the actual tune, but it is like this classic uh, sax, sexy sax. So the woman's uh, laying on this leopard skin on top of a boat. And she spies Sonny from the sh- on the shore, and then um, uh, and an old man is sitting on sort of on the boat down on the deck, and he sort of looks up and you know sees her get up, and she dives into the water and starts swimming towards Sonny, and then she gets to the shore and um, comes to Sonny and sort of introduces herself. I like as well, John, that you said there's an old man on the boat watching because I thought the same thing that an old man on the boat watching is that her pimp? Is that her yeah? Father? And um, yeah, and I also skipped a few other heads because I I didn't really introduce the cast because we just have the usuals, but we do have two guest stars, and we'll introduce them because they don't really get introduced by name. We've got um, June Thody April, who is the woman uh, on the, the leopard skin, and then Noel uh, Brophy Roland, who is the old man, and they're a couple, and assuming from the episode na- name, they're the honeymooners, or at least that's what their excuse is, and um, they're a couple, and they're basically jaunting about on a boat with uh, oh. animal skins. Do we know the leopard's name? <laughs> no, the leopard's not credited, damn it. And this one was directed also by Eric Fullylove, which I thought was a funny name. But I think that one might have been the first one we've seen directed by him, maybe. And it's a screenplay by Ross Napier, written by Denny Burrows. Ross is a staple. He's written Yeah, he is pretty much written every uh, one, I, I think, or at least been part of it. I wanted to get on to just some of the credits because June Thody was in the Avengers TV series, I think, an episode. She was in a touch of evil homicide so she was in a lot of different episodes of old tv shows and noel uh he was in they're a weird mob the rover and also tv series called Kingsmen, an australian old tv yes. series so um which i'm not sure if they've ripped that one off from the modern one uh, so, so yeah they're our um two guest stars i found it quite interesting when she approaches this raft and sunny and then Skippy's there and she says to him, what a pretty little coat, my dear. And it's very like Red Riding Hood. It had very wolf vibes to me. Oh. I was suspicious of her immediately. 
Yes, and also I wanted to call back to that leopard skin rug with the whole Corella Deville type thing going on there because 101 Dalmatians book was written a few years before that. So I reckon there's some influences there where because she is obsessed with animal skins and collecting animals. So she goes up and the sax is still playing through all of this as well <laughs> while she's swimming, while she walks up to this is I think I'd like to call this April score because it's pretty much always on when she's on camera. <laughs> yeah, and, and even when she's off camera, it was not used tastefully. Maybe this is the first time they've heard it with music. Yeah, was, I thought it was a little bit odd the way they use that music. They no. just yeah. use it as background music. So, well, And there's also a couple of places where they play this sexy music, and this is not a sexy scene to be playing. No, no, music. that's what I meant. Yeah, this weird. It's very weird. Yeah, um, very creepy, though. I mean, if you think yo. about her, going over to the kangaroo, saying actually a couple of points here. The first thing is she says it's a he, and Sunny corrects, it's not a he, it's a she. And also points out that she's not an ordinary kangaroo and then asks her to shake hands. And I thought the interesting thing is this woman, she's very enamored with Skippy. She mentions the coat and color. She's going to go get her camera. But the implications of what she really has going in her mind make all of that nicety just there, there were plenty of times when I thought she's a sociopath. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. She's a crazy person. And so, yeah, she goes up to shake hands with Skippy and then she totally, like, feels Skip up and kisses her on the lips. Yeah, that's the first time we'd seen that. Skippy did like that. It was a weird moment. Then goes uh, to get her camera and swims off to the boat. And, um, again, sax music still playing through all of this. That's right. It's... <laughs> that's the music, hey? Yeah. That's the beat that goes through the whole thing. And uh, so April gets back to the boat and says to Roland, so this is sort of the first conversation between the two, and she's like, I have to have it. She's totally Corella and uh, the kangaroo coat. And, yeah, so that's sort of when it cuts to the Skippy's theme uh, song, which uh, we all have fun with. And then... As soon as the Skippy theme song stops, we get that funny sax music again. And then um, the and woman... Can I say, does that, still, does that sexy music still work now that it's abundantly cleared she's planning to skin Skippy? Like, it's not sexy yeah. anymore. No, I think yeah. it's just the whole thing of she's supposed to be this sexy, seductive lady, you know, I don't know. Uh, I Maybe that's it. But... Uh, <laughs> definitely changes to more like siren music sort of seductress like you were saying but one thing that annoyed me more than anything else in the whole episode is the way she pronounced tanzania as tanzania <laughs> what that's the most psychopathic thing we'll, she did in the entire episode because uh, <laughs> you know the billionaire i thought you know could have done a better job talking her out of animal murder but some, some, somehow the line came up was like you know this is like that coat we got in tanzania Yes, yeah, so she's on the thing. She gets her camera She's uh, to get some pictures of Skippy before she skins Skippy. <laughs> she then starts talking to Roland and she talks about the leopard from Tanzania, um, which you would have thought when she went there, they would have been pronouncing it correctly. So That would have geez. just been like, let this stupid white woman just keep making a fool out of herself. Yeah, it's Tanzanian. We're all Tanzanians. It's um, like when people go to Bali and they refuse to say upper cover. You know, those Aussies are like, g'day, mate. And all the Indonesians have to say, 
G'day, mate, instead of Apakaba or whatever they would yeah, say. Yeah, so yeah. I think she, she seems like a very privileged traveller. Yeah, just Tanzania. That, I, I think that's a one of those made-up countries they have in, like, the Marvel universe. <laughs> yeah, next to you Wakanda. Know, next to Wakanda. <laughs> um, and then she does carry on about how the crocodile, from a crocodile up north, she made some shoes. So we're getting into, like, Mr. Burns' territory when he wants to, like, kill all the um, the little puppies that the Simpsons have, and he goes into... Um, see my that's, best. See my best. <laughs> so, and and, you know, she's got a fetish for taking photos of these animals, these things that are alive before she skins them, basically. Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, it, she's not the coolest person um, when it comes to animals. No. There is a kangaroo on the coat of arms, but she's taken that too literally. <clears throat> yeah, yeah, exactly. That leads into what you're yeah. probably about to say about Roland, about his, we can't do it. Yeah, well, Roland is very, very reluctant. He's sort of like sick of this crazy lady's stuff and uh, doesn't really want to deal with it. Um, and he, and he, then he says, it's, you know, the law. It, we're in a national park. Everything is under the Queen's protection. But she says she's going to do it anyway. He you sounded know. British to me. Do you think he sounded British? Yeah, he definitely had that British thing. He, The actor Noel Brophy, he's actually born in Dublin, Ireland. We wouldn't even use the phrase the Queen's protection these days. It seems to be indicating something about 1967 where the country probably did feel a whole lot more British. Back we're, then. Yeah. Well, did they still have the pound back then? Like, we were definitely more tied yeah. to them than we are now. And yeah. so, yeah, you'd say it's crown land maybe now or it's... Yeah. Yeah, you wouldn't necessarily refer to the Queen because that bit sort of means that you could write to the Queen and sort of ask, oh, could I kill Skippy? And if she's, like, <laughs> cool with it. She'd be like, okay. Yeah. Just um, bring me his talons so I can make <laughs> open things. Yes, bring me Skippy's claws so I can scratch my back. <laughs> so, okay, we, we'll move on. So she says she's going to basically do all of that stuff anyway. Uh, Roland's very reluctant. She rows back to Sunny. Uh, Sunny tells Skip to do, do some work, lazy bones. <laughs> you will get fat lying around all day. Uh, so I thought that was a little bit mean, considering Skippy wasn't even laying down. But anyway, Sonny, um, they've got their special relationship. Sonny says Skip is all prettied up, especially for you, uh, which I thought was funny. What do you guys think about that? That, to me, made it just seem even more evil. That you'd, I don't know, like thinking Sonny's so innocent and <laughs> Skippy's being all, oh, you know, licking herself to make herself seem all nice and fancy for this lady who's going to take photos of her. Just knowing all the while that this is just so that she can bloody well kill her, yeah. take her skin. Like, it's just awful. And I also didn't like the way that she used the word fiddlesticks. That's two things <laughs> that annoyed me about her as well already. So not the skinning part. It was just her pronunciation. Yeah, oh, fiddlesticks. Like, where she's like some sort of 1910 cartoon. I know. She, she does, she's crazy. I think she's she is basically insane, I think. Uh, so, all right. She calls Skippy a sweetie, and then they see uh, the ranger boat coming up, and Mark and Jerry are in the ranger boat, and the ranger boat comes up to them. Mark and Jerry say, Sonny, oh, that's right, because they're all dodgy again because yeah, they... whistling. Yeah, they notice uh, that he's with this very attractive woman in a bikini, and Mark and Jerry say Sonny's doing all right for himself. Uh, they react they... like sailors on shore leave. Like, <laughs> they, they, they just have never seen every time. Yeah. Uh, yeah, they're incorrigible. They come up to the boat and they talk to Roland. 
they ask if he's on holiday and he says no that they're on their honeymoon um which is a lie because they're obviously uh, a very long-standing couple that go to country to country killing animals and skinning them <laughs> yeah uh yeah so and mark and jerry just head off it's a pretty shithouse honeymoon really like just in a creek <laughs> Looking at grassland, it didn't. It wasn't like Ibiza or anything. No, no, and they weren't partying it up. Although we get to it later, plenty of cheese. Um, yeah. Jerry gets all dodgy again and um, says he sure knows how to pick him, referring to Roland and his, you know, young, beautiful wife in a bikini. And then April is taking photos and says cheese, and Skip gets really excited. Sunny says. It's her favourite food. April says, oh, I must remember that <laughs> very, very evilly. Mm. Yeah. And which, you know, that's something that will get picked up later. That was a little story beat there. Um, Sunny says that they have to go, but we'll be back. And April says she'll bring some cheese just for Skippy. And then we cut to Roland and April. Uh, with, and April's got a big plate of cheese on the boat. And she's talking to Roland and then... Then she picks up like a net saying, you know, they're going to, she's going to try to capture Skippy. Yeah, it's all feeling very Roadrunner at this stage, her whole plan. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like, she didn't mention an anvil. Yeah. yeah, then it goes to April setting up this trap in the bush. So she's setting up this uh, net on the ground. Uh, Sunny and Skip uh, go back to the raft later uh, and they find that uh, Roland and April are gone. And then, Sonny says a great line, that's women for you. And Sonny starts yeah. working on the raft. Like so, how many women has Sonny had? I know. And Skippy's a woman. <laughs> well, like, yeah. a, a, a woman kangaroo. Anyway. I wonder if we checked out every single one of these scripts that, that Ross Napier has been involved in. Are they all the ones that have these misogynistic <laughs> lines in them? Most yeah. likely, maybe. Yeah. Um, maybe he got rejected by a lot of women in his life. We should look into his backstory. But then it was probably a pretty generic thing to be writing like that back then. Um, yeah. And that would be the, the way that they would just write for female characters. Uh, yeah. So, In fact, one probably progressive thing about the script is that this woman is so awful, so horrible, so manipulative and devious but she's not foreign, which Ross normally yeah. writes them as Matthew No, she's, she's a local. Uh, she's a local, rich, horrible woman. And, yeah, so we've got Sunny. Um, they're making the raft. And then April is laying down che- a cheese trail uh, to trap Ooh. Skippy, obviously. <laughs> uh, I just needed to have a little post sticking out of the cheese that had Acme written on it to really... <laughs> <the whole laughs> <Yeah. movie. laughs> it's Acme brand cheese. Um, <laughs> Sonny tells Skip to be patient, asks for pliers, and uh, this is another le- weird little relationship moment with Skippy and Sonny because he he's asking for the pliers. Skip basically hops off. Uh, Sonny asks for the pliers. Where are you? Skip, he's, like, obsessed with these pliers. And then he goes off to find Skippy, to ask Skippy to get the pliers <laughs> Back at the raft, which yeah. I thought was just totally illogical. Well, I yeah. did think that actually. I wondered why it would have been much quicker for him to just get the pliers himself. But then what I thought was, you know what? Those pliers are in Skippy's pouch because that pouch but, is a toolbox. And maybe, and, yeah, yeah, that right. that is probably the obvious answer there. So yeah, Sonny goes off looking for Skip, and Sonny ends up basically walking straight into this cheese trap. Um, <laughs> Return of the Jedi style mood of Endor. They all he gets like captured in a net, but then it doesn't go up into the sky or anything or in the air. He just is on the ground in Tangled. this net, 
and it entangled, but you could probably get that net off pretty easily. <laughs> and yeah, and the it other was, thing is that yeah. rope was designed to trick a kangaroo because it was not hidden. It was just right for anyone yeah. to see. Sonny was blind as a bat to not be able to see that rope that he tripped uh, over yeah. to trigger the, the yeah, net. yeah. I mean, in his defense, if he had some pliers, he could have cut it. Really <laughs> but the other <laughs> thing is, Skippy would have probably naturally hopped over that as well. Like, who knows yeah. what a, the you know Skippy can hop. 50 feet so who knows um uh sunny uh is in the net and tells skip to go back to the beach and get the pliers <laughs> so, <laughs> damn it so they weren't in his pouch april comes and helps sunny out of the trap and she plays dumb and says that oh there, there was two men around earlier they must be like setting traps for the animals and sunny says that he needs to tell his dad april convinces sunny to come back to the boat with them um and obviously skippy too mark and jerry drive past the boat again that has roland in it and he just waves at them and they sort of go by so they sort of he's very yeah and this is what i found unusual because sunny has been kidnapped so many times mm. he needs like a safe word so that they know this is an abduction wave not just a general welcoming yeah. <laughs> and i'd thought about sunny and his kidnappability um and there yeah. needs to be something done about it april gets back to the boat and tells the story of the two men to roland because he's docked to you know let april kidnap a child and a kangaroo april says that they will give sunny and skip uh lift back to the point and um roland looks, you know, very dubiously at April and she just says, just drive the boat and Sonny and Skip explore the boat. Roland is so submissive. I'm starting to get uh, angry at Roland by the start of the episode. Yeah, he's absolutely under her thumb. So Skippy, Sonny and Skip explore the boat and then Skippy's eating the cheese and then Sonny comes upon Skippy eating this big cheese and then he realises that um, April set the trap and then he confronts her and then Skippy hops out of the cabin. She locks Sonny into the cabin. And then that's when Roland says, are you trying to add kidnapping to the charges? And then April just says, drive the boat um, and then leave the rest to her. So, yeah, what, what did you guys think of all of that? Yeah, it's getting yeah. very dark at this point. It's, yeah, I'm just wondering how she's going to get out of it. Because when Sonny gets abducted, Mark usually ends up punching out the abductor. Like, that's the level yes. that we get to in the end of the episode. So I'm thinking... Yep. This is going quite far. This is going to one of those extreme versions of a Skippy tale. I know, yeah. And um, yeah. okay, so now we start getting to the interesting bit. So Sonny um, is, is trapped in this cabin and um, he starts seeing all the skins and the trophies and everything. April approaches Skip and then trying to sort of capture Skippy on the boat. And then Skippy hops past April and she falls to the edge of the boat. Roland goes to help her and they both fall overboard. And so now there's no one not controlling the boat. Skippy is left on the boat and Sonny is locked in the cabin. Mm. So we've just gone from bad to worse. It's also um, worth mentioning that while the boat is going wild and you can see Sonny looking out of the window, all the tense things that happen, like the boat coming straight for them and he's yeah. got to get out of the way. Again, instead of tense action music, for some reason, they cut back to that sexy saxophone. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, really erotic death. <laughs> yes. So Sonny opens the window of the, the cabin and is sort of got his head out and sees that he's heading straight for the couple. They're in the water sort of trying to swim and then they dive under just as the boat goes over the top of them. And then April and Roland get a sh like they swim ashore and um, 
April says the boy is locked in the boat and then he will be killed and it's all her fault. So she she's feeling bad head. and remorse about it now, but that's not going to last long. <laughs> she, she's like, but he did have very nice, clean skin. <laughs> <laughs> I like his eyes. Um, <laughs> they would go right with my collection. The yeah, so the and then the boat basically goes out of control. It heads off and it starts heading towards a small dinghy. There's a man uh, drinking a tinny, and he has to jump out. And then he jumps out of the boat because he thinks he's going to get hit. But then the boat just swerves around his boat, and then he's there with his tinny in his hand in the water, like shaking it, going, "You dang boat!" It was very Popeye and Bluto that moment. <laughs> it was. So yeah, I thought that was very comedic. And the the boat speeds along, Sonny yells to Skip to open the door and Skippy starts to go try to open the door. The boat speeds past Mark and Jerry and Sonny is like waving out the window trying to signal them and they go, oh, he must have hitched a ride and then just drive past and keep on going, mm. um, which was pretty funny. Yeah, and, and this is why I think they need a signal. They need like a gesture. <laughs> a Something Sonny can do to realise this this is a normal abduction. Do you know what, Ashwin? He didn't have his sticks. Yeah. So if he had his sticks in his hand and put that up in the air, bang. Yeah. He could have got a convoluted hieroglyph and got himself out of there. Matt would have just teleported there automatically if he had sticks. So the boat's uh, speeding along. Uh, Sonny's uh, yelling out the window for Skippy to open the door. Skippy's still trying to get this door, which I thought was surprising because she really, really sometimes is super quick with latches and locks. And even when she's from the inside, you know, of stuff, she can sometimes get out. So um, one of Sonny dead. (laughs) She's sick of his instructions. He was fat shaming her earlier, tried to block Uh. her trees. To, like, it's not been a good day for her. To be honest, I wouldn't be surprised. But, yeah, he, he Sonny's been very hard on Skippy today, and, and she does save the day. So the boat speed past the um, water skiers as well, and so there's people water skiing, and that goes through the water skiers' lines and then totally makes them fall into the water, and then it starts heading out into a ferry. Can I say, um, though, John, what's funny is that they had that skiing boat full of bikini babes, and this time they didn't put the sexy saxophone music in. So yeah. Where are they picking and choosing? God, what what are for those women? If you were one of the girls who didn't get the sexy music in this episode, because <laughs> the sexy music was for, like, 20 of the 24 minutes. That, like, it's you could have used the sexy m- music on that part of the episode and would have been perfect and not used it on anything else. That would have been appropriate. And then... It goes to a ferry, but then it starts heading straight to these, like, pillars of a bridge or, like, supports of a bridge. And then Sunny tells Skip to jump while she can uh, because yeah. the boat's going to hit, which I thought was pretty, you know, um, Sunny, like... Selfless. Very selfless. It was mm. selfless. And Sunny, I like how Sunny assumed that universal brace position of your head between a glass pane <laughs> just before impact. <laughs> In case of impact, stick your head inside a glass pane. Yeah. Mark and Jerry actually see um, April and Roland on the side of the bank, and then they say, oh, the boat's out of control, the kid's going to die, and so Mark and Jerry head off after them, and then Mark and Jerry catch up to them, spot them about to hit the um, the bridge, and then Sonny is about to use, like, a rifle butt, which I don't know why he didn't <laughs> did that earlier. <laughs> Like, damn it, Sonny. Um, and he's about to use that to smash out the um, windscreen. But then finally, finally, Skippy opens the latch. 
and uh, gets out. Sonny runs to the wheel and steers the boat away, which, you know, just in time. We've seen that a few times before, but yeah. it was pretty exciting. There was a I lot think, of tension. Yeah, I got more nervous when Sonny was driving than when it was random. It just felt like <laughs> we were more likely to crash. Yeah, I was a bit scared because Sonny still didn't have control uh, and he didn't know what he was doing. Um, <laughs> yeah. so, well, he's a little kid. I will give him that he's not going to know exactly how to drive a boat. But yeah. you would think maybe being in a chopper the whole time. That, so they almost hit another support. Sonny stops the boat and Jerry climbs on board and then says, nice one, Sonny. And Sonny goes over to Skippy and gives her a big hug. Yeah. Jerry didn't climb on the boat. Jerry jumped onto the boat right at Skippy, who panic hopped out of the yeah. way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man, he just jumped right for Skippy. <laughs> well, you know, working with live animals. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if Skippy jumped in the water. That'd be like, well, that's oh, what shit. I was thinking. She doesn't know what's going on. All she knows is that someone is just jumping at her from a boat. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So uh, it was pretty crazy ending. So, yeah, very, very dramatic. And now we get to the... Um, the consequences, or lack thereof. After we have Sonny hugging Skippy, we cut to the honeymooners, April and Roland, in front of Matt, looking very, very, like, ashamed. But, like, April's sort of psychopathic in her mm. response, because she's like, I won't do it again. Like, she's really, like, this little toddler little girl. Like, I've yeah. learnt my lesson, but she hasn't. Yeah, I had to do even more towards the end. Normally the characters learn their lesson and get redeemed, but this one did uh, not want to learn anything. It gets even worse too because like, so yeah, she says she'll never harm another animal again. And Roland says, okay, and this is where Roland reaches his character arc. He says that he let her do what she pleases for far too long and now she will do what I say. So he's so basically Roland's going to be the man now, apparently. So, But I don't believe that. I think he'll get pushed over as soon as possible. But Matt says uh, to watch her step, and um, she says she will very unconvincingly. Uh, mm. She immediately walk, they walk outside of the ranger station, and she immediately sees a bird, and then starts saying, "Oh, those feathers would look good on." And then Roland says, "Oh no!" And then Matt <laughs> interrupts them, and then they start walking off to their car. I and wish then- they had let her try to oh. take an emu's feathers off her. Just let her have a... I, I would have loved, like, Matt just pulled out a gun and shot her in the back. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. like a cowboy. Not <laughs> <laughs> around in my park. Yeah, and then we have Mark, Jerry, Matt, Sonny out the front and Skippy all looking at them walking off to their car, which came from somewhere. They you know, came in a boat. Who knows? They're rich. So, yeah, that was the end of the episode. Um, April learnt absolutely nothing. Roland is probably going to just become a pushover again. And Sonny got kidnapped. Um, what do you guys think about that one? Sorry, I'll, I'll start off by just saying I reckon I'm going to give this one a four stars because it did have quite a few of those you know, exciting elements. Even though we'd seen most of it before, it was in a different combination. Yeah, I'm realising that... What I give as a score depends on how much I like the new character in the show. So last yeah. week we had that really charming Irish swag man who just yes. added this magnificence to the episode. So I was like, oh, I just really love this episode. So I went four stars. This character was so unlikable, <laughs> so irredeemable, even at the end. I found like it wasn't that fun and the plot didn't really make up for her unlikability. So I'm 
for those reasons, this is hovering at around a three gum leaves for me. Oh, fair enough. No, that's that's valid because she was a horrible person. So, Lee, yeah. sorry, what did you uh, what did you think of it? I'm just interested by Ashwin's scoring, only because like if if you really don't like the characters, so you would hate gangster movies and anything where there's like really repulsive people. Then Ashwin, I think it depends on the show. For this show, I just enjoy the delight I get at the end of it. It's kind of a nostalgic yeah. show for me, so it's more about the delight I bring. And I didn't know it was going to be that way. So, if a show lacks delight then maybe it affects my enjoyment of the show because I like horror movies and other genres, but I don't see Skippy as a horror movie show. It didn't and, fit with your expectations of the show. Yeah. The feeling you got wasn't good. That's, that's really interesting. Well, no, I, yeah. I, I guess I can see that point of view then. I mean, for me, I think I would rather be liking or disliking someone rather than ambivalent. So yeah. I agree with you, though. She was worse than Dr. Stark. Like, oh, she yeah. Was just Way awful. worse. Awful. Because she, Stark she really wants the animals alive at least yeah and and also he was kind of evil but he wasn't a sociopath <laughs> to me i'd probably give it 3.75 because i mm. think it had a lot of the tension i started to realize they're going for a comedic tone with some of this mm. like when they put some of the music that they did yeah. over some of those near close crashes with the boats i realized you know the guy with the dinghy that jumps off but i think where it did clash was that it's hard for me to laugh along with someone who's trying to kill so many animals and wear their skins so i th- I'm probably a bit in between both you and johnny mm. and ashwin yeah. for that score yeah no no that sounds totally fair enough and i think you might be right there because maybe they did have that music because it was very light and because of the subject matter of her actually wanting to skin the animals they sort of didn't want her to be like dun 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 like really evil because that would probably be too much whereas if you have like you know i keep on bringing up Carilla deville like you know she basically wants to skin a whole bunch of puppies that's a kids movie Mm. you've got to lighten that up with you know comedy or something or else it just becomes yeah absolutely psychopathic but i think i know what you mean ashwin because it was like an episode about not learning anything but the episode you didn't learn anything you know what I mean? Like, I sort of know what yeah. you mean. Like, but yeah, yeah. I, so I totally agree with that. So I will list the next episode. Um, so we're up to episode 14. Many happy returns. It's Sonny's birthday and he wishes to learn to fly the chopper. Oh, jeez. Uh, he just uh, put <laughs> on the chopper last week. Now he wants to take over it. Well, he can't even bloody pilot a boat after he leaves mark is sick in the stomach because of food poisoning from eating fish jerry receives the same pain soon after oh god it's up to sunny to fly the chopper and jim ferguson to help sunny land it and give jerry the medication he needs oh this is going to be awesome that's good that's good yeah i wonder if they got clancy to cook the food that gave both <laughs> The usual technique. Probably. Well, we'll have to see who's in that episode. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, so that's next week's episode. Yeah, join us then. Thank you very much, Ashwin. Yep, no worries. Thanks, Lee. Thanks, Ashwin and Johnny. All right, see you guys. See you later. Scoopy, scoop, 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 sco